is happening. Entertainment presenting What the Fuck Fights. <laughs> what the fuck? It's correct. You two look crazy. My name is Chase, and I just had a fake seizure. Okay. He did, and that's what made me scream. That was weird. I was frightened. Well, you know, it, we're back, so. Somebody call 911. Oh my god, please stay. Don't leave. We only get to do this like once a week, so right. when we come in, it's pretty exciting. Come in hot. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so welcome to the show. Wish you um, could feel what I feel. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else could handle it. Oh. All right, so stop that, all of you. <laughs> I did not do that. I'm Jen, oh. sitting at the table with these idiots, Chase and Anonymous Adam. Yeah, Chase. <laughs> increasingly less anonymous with every episode. Man, fuck. What wow. the fuck is What the Fuck Fights? It is a competition where we see each week with a new theme, which one of us can come up with the craziest shit from the internet. And, well... I guess we're doing pretty equally well in that aspect. Each week, kind of like, I thought I would win more is what said, I'm saying. Said the loser. No. You know we, what? But we, from a show <laughs> we're standpoint. pretty equal even we, though I'm a loser. <laughs> I believe in equality, but I just great. wanted to win more. Hey, on, on that note, thank you to all the people listening. We yeah. have, uh, we have like literally doubled our downloads. Yeah, we had, yeah. We're up to almost like 50 reviews, reviews mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. And I think so we hit a thousand downloads total. Oh, yeah, but, which, five but that was a couple us. of days ago and we're already at another thousand. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. wow. And yeah. we haven't even released like what, eight or nine episodes at this right. point? Right. We're basically so, Joe Rogan. Awesome. <laughs> and at okay. the end of the day, like obviously that's possible because of you. Speaking yes. of possible because of you, mm-hmm. today's show is actually a request from a listener. Which oh, is pretty exciting. That's super exciting. Because hi. Um, it's not Adam. <laughs> oh. Adam didn't request it. Jen did request it. Oh, my bad. Jen, um, that's me. Why am I talking in third person? I, know, I, I requested like this topic and they would not um, go for it until a listener requested it. So this is a great time to remind all of you that you can find us at saltymermaidentertainment.com. We have a blog post for every episode and you can let us know when you have a theme request and we will take it seriously. Yeah, go to the blog. That's the best place to leave your comment of like you would like to hear a specific episode. That's where we're more likely to see it. Mm-hmm. Um so you can find us on Instagram and TikTok and Rizzle and all that good stuff. Um but those are so active with other like memes and video content that sometimes messages get lost. But on the blog, we will see your request. All right. So anything else that we want to get out of the way before we get started to the good stuff? Um, to the good stuff. Do we do we say the person that requested it or we just leave them anonymous anonymous? I'm going to leave it anonymous. Anonymous okay. anonymous. Yeah. Oh. You know who you are. I know what that's You like. know who you are. <laughs> I'm just really excited to get started because this subject I have been wanting to do since we started. Yeah. So. Well, then why uh, why don't we weigh it in? Let's do it. All right. The theme this week that she is so freaking excited about is... Alien abductions. <laughs> I forgot. I <laughs> forgot what it was. Like, I forgot. Uh, was <laughs> like hesitation building up excitement? I saw. I got lost audience. in Chase's eyes. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. He was staring at <laughs> me in the face. You two need to stop. <laughs> I'm just All right. Saying. So can okay. I? Do I get yeah. to go first? Yeah, you, can, yeah, you can okay. go first because you're right. so excited. Okay. So. Um, there is a lot to pull from here because there are so many fucking alien abductions. Let's Agree be honest. Agree to disagree, but I'll let you continue. What? I, that's all I'm saying. Okay. We'll get to I don't know what that's you. That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't know what you're reading, but I found so much material. Of course you um, But then three I narrowed it down to were this guy who is like the epic adventurer, what you would imagine anybody would respond to being abducted by aliens because basically he starts punching them. <laughs> oh, wait. Yes. I, okay, I'm with you. Um, I'm with but, you. but the best part about too is that there are witnesses to this. It's not just one guy saying it. Like, you have six witnesses. Okay, another story is, oh my guy. it's a little hard to take him seriously because it's so crazy, but he paints what he does. And it's, Ooh. I mean, and he also supposedly has alien babies, which is a theme Great. I noticed. Hey, no, good for him. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> yeah, it's hard being an alien mom. Yeah, exactly. So listen, we're going to, um, and I'm going to wrap mine up with the story of a guy who not only claimed to have these experiences, but has physical proof that scientists can't deny. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, I'm excited. All right. So, <laughs> to uh, my elaboration off of what I said earlier, right. I was explaining this to Adam earlier. I, I just had a hard time because everything I found, mm-hmm. it was, in a sense, different, but the same. It was like, I saw a bright light in the sky. There are a lot I of similarities. Stopped. I was abducted. <laughs> Um, I didn't remember up. anything. It I went home. I was upset. I got hypnosis. So mm-hmm. I I struggled to like really they hone in. Hypnosis. You sound like a skeptic. So <laughs> no, no, I'm not a skeptic. I'm I'm a 100 percent 
believer, actually. Okay. I hundred, but I I'd like to bring what to me I guess Poser. is like an interesting topic. It is. So it was hard for me to find something I felt like was different than seeing the same pattern, so to speak. Sure. Anyway, so this is what I've got. This is what my pattern is going to consist of. Uh, one is a a very well known one, but there's some aspects in it that I really enjoy. This is Betty. And uh, Barney Hill. Betty and Barney. Betty and Barney. This is a classic tale of alien abduction. You've probably heard of it. If not, I'll give you the details. Secondly, most people who are abducted, they return. Not this guy. Mm. Oh, how do we know he's abducted? Exactly. Oh. We'll see. He's tweeting. (laughs) (laughs) He's waving from the sky right now. Writing writing in the stars. (laughs) To our our knowledge, most people that are quote unquote abducted return with the story. This guy doesn't return. And he was also a known alien enthusiast. So ask and you shall receive. Who knows? We shall see. And last but not least, I've got something that's going to help out all the listeners, including the people here at the table. It's... Um, not necessarily a story, but five things that you should know that are common characteristics of people that are abducted. So in the event you fall in the category, maybe pick up a new hobby, soccer, ping pong, get off the radar of the aliens, keep yourself from being abducted. So it's not an abduction story. You went a different route, but it's on the subject of abduction. Five traits of people that are commonly <laughs> abducted. Okay. Number one, yeah. locate anal probe. Okay, yeah. stop that. You know what? One of the I'm guys, sure that's what they said, too. I, like, get so into this, so I didn't just, like, read about, like, I was, like, watching documentaries and YouTube videos and all According this According to shit, my characteristics, right? this could lead to your uh, demise. I mean, you know, mm. maybe. But um, one of the guys said that his he had the experience and his brother is like this like well-known scholarly type. And he's like, oh, he refuses scholar. to believe him. He's like, if one of us was going to be abducted, why would he pick a redneck like you? <laughs> <Idiot>. <laughs> and it's because they're less likely to be believed. Maybe. Aliens are, uh, I don't know. Not pretentious assholes, I guess. Maybe they're very selective. Yeah, All right. Know. So let's get to it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to it. I say let's go. Okay. All right. Ladies. And gentlemen, it's time for the main event. Woo! To my left, sitting in the sensible option corner, Whoa. is a man created from the ashes of a Toyota Corolla. He's reliable. He's great on mileage. He comes in eight different colors. It's Chase. That was like the most flattering insult I've ever had. And to my right in the bubble corner is a woman who values her personal space and will yes. knife fight anyone who invades it. Yes. That means six feet, motherfuckers! <laughs> it's Jen! That is so accurate. Yeah, it makes me sound vicious, but I mean, it's I true. Mean, I like my personal space. Know thy space. Family. Yeah. Know thy space. I liked personal space and six feet distance before it was cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before it was mainstream. Right. Let's get it going, Jen. Okay, we're going to start with, y'all know I can't help myself. I always start with my favorite one. Every episode, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save the best for last. In this case, they're all so good, oh, to be okay. fair. I appreciate how hot you come out, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Right. But I cannot help it. This is the one I'm most excited about. Um, I don't know if you came across Travis Walton when you were researching. Because is he the one, What earlier you mentioned someone punching an alien in the head. Um, is he's that a, the guy? A, the lumberjack, the logger. No, I don't know about the lumberjack okay. logger. He is... He's cited as one of the most credible cases, and it is because he had six witnesses to his disappearance. Wait, I might know that. I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. There's a documentary on it. There's actually a couple documentaries on it, um, and he's like been on podcast and stuff like that. So um, we'll just get into it. He, at age 22, I believe it's like 1975, he was working with a team of loggers, and they're out late at night. I think they were like uh, pushing Doing some late night logging. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know that life. Huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Push okay. Logging. So. <laughs> oh, you lumberjack. Right. You know what's crazy is when you Google him, what comes up is American lumberjack, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, is yeah. that the label we want? Okay. The, the LNLG is the late night loggers guild. <laughs> anyway, they're leaving. It's dark. They all see that there's this light ahead of them through the trees, which is obviously unusual because it's not Bill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So they start driving toward it and him and he he jokes about how like he opens the door because he wants to get close to it, assuming that as soon as he gets out of the car and gets close to it, it's going to fly off. Right. But as he opens the door and it doesn't fly off, he is like, oh, shit, I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. But the guys are watching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not going to not don't wanna go through it. You want to be the that didn't go towards the light. <laughs> right. It's a very tough occupation. Yeah. Right? You have like standards to maintain. Everyone's drawing their axes. <laughs> if he doesn't go, we'll have to kill him. <laughs> 
so, okay, so he gets out and they're all kind of like hanging out of the truck, but he's the one that's like going to be the one to pursue it, right? So he gets into the area where the light is brightest and I don't know how to explain it except for the traditional, he feels himself start to raise up, but he drops. Like he feels it himself. Dropped. Yeah. It was a an alien in training. Right? Well, the other guys, I could be misunderstanding this, but it seems to me that they see him collapse and they're like, we're going to go get help. But really, uh, they're yeah. just leaving. <laughs> right? All these lumberjacks, they're like, we're going to get the, the Facebook fuck group. out We're throwing their axes right. out of the windows. So it says that he, um, and the way they described it was that he was being lifted up and then like, you could tell he was kind of like paralyzed and he like hits the ground so hard that he bounces back up. Like they, oh. you know, they're like, okay, oh. bye. Yeah, it was a glitch in the uh, yeah. tractor beam. Um, yeah. So, fast forward, they make their exit they come back with help. There is no body to be found. Now, to their credit, I don't know why they didn't go get the body if they were really trying to help, mm-hmm. but he is not there. Um, or whatever happens, they... Picture an indentation <laughs> of him in the ground with his axe. <laughs> <laughs> the outline of his axe. Like, he was right here. <laughs> you know what's really bad, though? is this is a very small town and we all grew up in small towns. So you know how that oh, is. Everybody yeah, knows yeah. everybody. You can't be anonymous like in the right. big cities, right? Mm-hmm. So these guys are discussing how how do we explain this, you know? Or what do we do? And they get the sheriff involved in stuff and they're like, so we saw a spaceship. <laughs> and there was a light. <laughs> we were alone in the woods with <laughs> right. murder sheriff, make the noise. Exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly what becomes of when it. For no them, they're like, anything. okay, y'all obviously did something to this guy and you're covering it up so right. we need to find the body. And so murder investigation is what happens for the next five days and to their credit all six guys take a polygraph test and they all pass well yeah <clears throat> now um we have mixed feelings about polygraph most people will mm-hmm. tell you that like when someone doesn't take one you're like obviously they're hiding something but anytime someone does take it it's not actually a lie detector like lie, lie detector mm-hmm. a lie detector test it's a stress test so you would think you know that's inaccurate Long story short, they're in the midst of this investigation when the guy shows back up. Oh, nice. <laughs> and they're like, where you been, bud? <laughs> you know? Um, and can you imagine his mom being told, we didn't murder him. <laughs> I promise. Swears he's. He got taken in a spaceship. <laughs> you know, one of the guys says that. He's like, now, if you go to my mama's house, he was the youngest. He was 17. He's like, you got to tell my mama what she would have just shot you off the porch, you know, and prayed yeah. for you at church. Anyway, so. All this stuff unfolds. It's a very interesting documentary with the details. But fast forward to his abduction. He feels like that they were not trying to take him up. Now, in the moment, he was scared and angry and confused. But he doesn't feel like they were, like, trying to abduct him, that they discovered the thing. And it was like he got caught up in the thing and they realized he was injured, that they literally brought him up to kind of, like, fix the damage. Also, what's interesting is when they um, he was found on the pavement, like, called... He woke up on the pavement. He sh- goes to the nearest, what is the 70? So I guess a phone booth or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck they had back then. <clears throat> and he the calls for help. Cup, yeah. Cup <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. The cup in the street. He starts screaming into the universe. <laughs> Somebody help. Um, so he thinks that it's the same day. That it's been a matter of like um, hours, yeah. you know, because his he's confused. And they're like, bro, you have a beard now and you've <laughs> lost 12 pounds. Oh, shit. So, yeah. And he was also gone for how many five days? days? Five days. Yeah. Indeed. So, Jesus yeah. I mean, can you imagine the other guys, like how terrifying that was? Because they're like, no one's going to believe us. We're going down for this murder that we didn't do. Right. Um, so anyway, he says basically what happened was he wakes up on this table and there are, you know, these creatures around him. So he wakes up and he's like fighting immediately because like, it's a lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that there was a table with some like tools, you know, like a medical stuff. And he grabs one. He's like, it's a test tube type thing. But he breaks it off like a fucking bottle, like in a beer bar. Naturally, <laughs> <Master laughs> shank. Right. And he like the gets off the table. Way. And um, and you'll probably notice in a lot of your stories that they don't really communicate verbally. It's always telepathic. Yeah. yeah. Right. Not like that. I don't no. know a barking so, thing. No, you just some did. of the accounts. <laughs> that was specious. Animalistic <laughs> noises. 2021. And I quote. Okay. Um, that's accurate. Okay. Okay, so anyway, he is like trying away from these guys. He's going through these different things. And what's really cool, what are you laughing about? I just imagined all the aliens with like trees, and he's like, no! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is his worst nightmare. <laughs> You've come back for me. <laughs> he's been chopping at them. Okay, um, sorry, keep going. Okay, so yeah, he breaks off the table. He's running away from them. They all look nonplussed, basically. They're like, mm. okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know? And he's running through its spaceship, and right. he comes across this guy who looks to be human but he's got a helmet on him and he's like well he's most like me (laughs) right and he's like he's like he must not understand me because of the helmet because he's not responding and he's trying to take my arm and lead me away the guy leads him into a room with like other humans with no helmets or whatever and he's like guys guys and they're just like looking at him not responding they're like 
get me off of the ship. And that's when he wakes up on the pavement and like sees the thing um, basically flying away. So do we know what more? Ha- I, I love the fact that there's other like human like creatures mm-hmm. on the place because that's just like, I don't know. Are they half human, half alien? Are there humans that who have advanced yeah. or, or other hybrids. ones who've been abducted? Like yeah, hybrids yeah. is a big yeah, thing. Yeah. The hybrid thing. Uh, this isn't one of my stories and I won't draw like, you know, drone out on this, but there was a story about a farmer who claims he was taken. Into, Is this Antonio? I, I, Brazil or something like that? Yeah, I think yes. it was. Yeah. And he was like, yo, I'm in this room. <laughs> Hot chick alien comes in, <laughs> totally bangs me. Yes. And then using gestures, he is able to understand that she tells him, I'm hey, pregnant. I'm pregnant with I your kid, you but that. I'm raising him in space. Peace. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That is a very common thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, he was very descriptive about Nick yeah. and Alien Lady. Yeah. And he was, it was mm. like, you could tell he's pretty turned on by his experience. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, a little farmer kid bangs Alien. I also love it, yeah, because it's not just in America, as we like to think, oh, rednecks in the woods. But I mean, I think the statistic was like 13,000 sightings of UFOs just in American Canada and each year or something. consider this, too, like... There were, in my opinion, way more probably back in the day because of less light pollution. Yeah, maybe everything so. right now. Our environments are so <clears throat> busy mm-hmm. that we're so distracted. Back then, it was like one house every 10, 20 miles. Yeah, well, maybe that's open another reason. Sky. So they saw shit all but, the time, and it was probably a lot easier too <laughs> to steal humans. Yeah, you know. Well, but that's again the theme of them being like farmers or rednecks, and out in the middle of nowhere. That makes more sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but did, anyway, did you get the? Because um, I did see this story, um, <laughs> and I, I laughed when I was reading it because the guy was talking about how he was punching the aliens in the face. Oh, um, he was like, he was like, I was beating the shit out of him. Which, if you're a lumberjack, so you got to go home and flex, <laughs> right? Right. right. Um, but the, one thing that was interesting to me was his account of what the aliens around him looked like. Mm. Um, and you can correct me, but the story I specifically read said they were like very short and also very hairy. There oh, were okay. Ewoks. I mean, yes, <laughs> there, there was, are so many yeah, species, exactly. but there are different like, um, there's another story I'm going to talk about where the guy acknowledges, because you think about Grace, the big eyes. Right, the well, I think it's, then there's the tall whites, right. and then there's the little furry guys. There's some that look well, reptilian. To me, that, that's what's different is you always think of us, obviously, the talls and the grays and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I, I don't remember reading any stories up until now. Until research, now, I kept popping We're registered up. short, very fuzzy, furry yes. uh, aliens <clears throat> that he, I think he even made a comment like they couldn't contain me because I, oh. I was so much oh. bigger than them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, oh. Which again, like yeah. if you're a lumberjack and you've been gone for five yeah. days and you come back with a beard... You might right. be like, I was punching these bitches yeah. in the face. Which, to they this guy's credit, this. he didn't really punch them, but he was like, you know, basically in a bar fight with them. Um, but but he came back and acknowledged, I just panicked. But they weren't even yeah. trying to abduct me. They were like, hey, he's hurt. Let's fix it. Yeah. Type thing. It wasn't a beard. He just like put their fur on his face. <laughs> he was trying to be incognito <laughs> yeah. in the ship. He finds <laughs> <Right>. a beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So to wrap the story up, he came back. Um, none of the guys ever changed their story. They're all very consistent about it right. and everybody who tries to prove that it's like a hoax or like there's no motivation for it and then what else is interesting it's been about 40 years at this point and they go back to the area where the spaceship was and the the tree growth is 36 oh, times what it that. should be because yeah. of radiation oh, weird yeah so that's what their theory is because of the radiation because radiation has you know experiments have shown that trees and plants will grow you know, that makes sense. So, yeah, so something fucking happened there. That's weird. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty, pretty There's a intense. lot of science to back that up. All right, Jace, follow it up. My second <laughs> With your my, my second favorite sense. part of uh, researching aliens, just like anything we generally bring to the table, is, is listening to how science says, like, nah, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how are they going to disprove it now? Right. And it's always funny, like, what they come up with. I you feel know. like in the generation that we're living in, it's – you're almost, to me, crazier if you don't believe in it. Because how fucking narcissistic and selfish are you to think we are the only intelligent life form in all the universes and galaxies and shit? Yeah, and I think a a lot of that, you know, is, um, if I'm just being honest and I'm not trying to trigger people, but it's our upbringings and what we're taught. And sometimes sometimes we have so much going on Mm. in our lives that people just aren't really interested in challenging that. Because, like, why do I have to? I'm just going to go to Tom and Jerry's and have ice cream and live my life. Yeah, Um, Tom and Jerry's. Tom and Jerry's, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yep. Cat and cat not well, that, And you have like society's um, interpretation based on movies and stuff. Where, like, of right. course, a slime ball is not going to come and like destroy Earth. My theory, yeah, of course, with all these things, <laughs> so which you and I have talked about lots of times, is <clears throat> if something is 
continuously brought up multiple times through history that at some All point over the world. it becomes it becomes something where it's not a coincidence anymore yeah. that it keeps happening. It's not a coincidence anymore that something likely exists. And I yeah. say that about aliens. I say that about ghosts. I say that about a lot of phenomena yeah. um, that it probably is real. And, you know, obviously I, there's a lot that surrounds that. Yeah. But that's kind of my take. I on think it. people may argue, well, once one story is out there that it gets people like copy each other and that's why there's similarities. But I, don't, I think there's way before our current generation had the access to stuff. There were stories popping up all over the world who didn't have access yeah, to each other 100%. and had the same similarities. Even going back to ancient times right. with pyramids and things that are logged in their history, they're like, there's no way you could communicate with somebody all the mm -hmm. way on the other side of the, of the world. Yet you have very similar depictions of mm -hmm. things that seem a little Extraterrestrial? Yeah. Just like that. All right. So, <clears throat> queuing in my story, Betty and Barney Hill. Right. Um, I would say this is definitely in the collective of the more popular stories. Um, I chose it for a very specific reason, which I enjoyed. Um, <laughs> you should probably enjoy it less, but here we are. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, it's not. They Betty and Barney. They don't have two penises. It's not like the <laughs> okay. animals. Okay, you're safe. Damn it. Betty and Barney Hill. So, were they necking in the back of a car? There were no neckings. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there may have been some necking. Um, <laughs> so this was uh, back in 1961, September, mm -hmm. and it was around nighttime in New Hampshire's White Mountains. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this couple, um, they are a uh, biracial couple. And oh. they... back th Good for them back then. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, there's, this is, there's something to that. And I'll get to that in a minute. This is... I'm not, I don't want to spoil my surprise. Okay. No Biracial way. couple. They had been married for, you know, a little over a year. They have stressful lives with their jobs and they decide, screw this man. Let's take an impromptu vacation. Mm -hmm. So that's what they do. They pack up their stuff. They've got like $70 in their pocket. There's not even time Ooh. to go to the bank. They load up and they get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. They go to Niagara Falls like most couples do in Great. that region and see beautiful, breathtaking scenery. So, on their way home, they stop by a um, local diner. Mm -hmm. They decide to have a little cup of joe, mm -hmm. something to kind of get them ready for their trip home. So, yes. at about this time, they speculate they're about two hours away from home. It's around 10 o'clock, and they think, okay, you know, if, if we, you know, with maybe a couple of breaks, if we stay steadfast, we'll be home around 12, 1 o'clock, blah, 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 blah. I don't, do you need breaks for a two-hour drive? Maybe back then. I don't know. I don't know. You know? I, I don't know how fuel efficient their vehicle <laughs> okay. was. I don't know if they had just bicycles. Saying. <laughs> said, I'm just saying, hard. I will hold my pee for six hours if it means my kid will stay sleeping in the car seat. So two hours feels like nothing. Yeah. I know. I'm, I feel that. I feel that. You know, to each their own. So anyways... Long story short, they're they're riding down the road. And if, again, this is, you know, back in a time, as we've discussed, where there isn't a lot of cars on the road. There's right. not a lot of lights. It's mm -hmm. more open country. They start noticing this light is following them. And they, they're a little like, <laughs> no matter no matter where they go, they're on winding, twisting roads. And this light seems to just be kind of playing cat and mouse with them. Oh, I don't like up, that. It comes close. It comes up. It comes close. Now, the husband... He's he's a he's a, um, a very smart guy. He's got an, uh, an IQ of 140. He's a science guy. Good for him. Right? Mm -hmm. So he's like, I... See, they do go after smart people, He's like, too. I observed the sky. I know all about planes. Like, it's it's probably just them doing some field testing. And, and then as he starts to kind of paying attention to it a little bit more, he's like, it's probably a satellite that's lost <laughs> its course. It's going to make its way. And finally, the wife is like, pull over. <laughs> And they do. Fairy. Yeah. They pull over. Um, Barney, by the way, Barney mm -hmm. pulls over. Mm -hmm. Betty hangs out her window. And she's like, oh, Barney, mm -hmm. that doesn't look like a satellite. And Barney's like, well, Betty, that you are right. Did you practice that this? That is not what a satellite. So it's Chase. He did not practice anything. That's fair. So they get back in their car. And they're like, let's make a run for it. And the next thing you know, <laughs> no, this is him and a heightened state. Our voices change. The mood has changed. Okay. Okay. You're right. Our, our, everything changes when we're scared. Okay. Um, um, what's interesting though, is one thing that he noticed is while they're observing the ship, they, 
observed a metallic circular disc spinning in a circle. But they also say it has windows in the front of it, and they can clearly see people standing in the windows observing them. Oh, my he God. He pulls out binoculars and is watching them. He also has a Why pistol does he have under binoculars? his seat. Because it's 1960, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Binoculars were important. They then, came okay? with the cars. They didn't okay. come with iPhones okay. with super zooms, okay? Well, now I want my phone to have binocular option. Okay, so There's he's binocular optioning, and a voice from the ship oh telepathically says, See, telepathy. It says, yo, bro, put your... Put your binoculars down. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not here to harm you. He goes to draw for his pistol and he's frozen. He can't get it. I mean, yeah. So they're like, yo, we're not, we don't need that life. All right. <laughs> Even the way they break free, they get in their car, they start taking off. Oh, um, they get away from the. They could jump in their car and they're like, let's get out of here, Betty. I don't know why he talks like that now. <laughs> I think he that was like Betty. Betty. <laughs> he's <laughs> really scared at this point. But Betty, get in the car. <laughs> She's talking in third person now. <laughs> so. They all of a sudden they make it home. They're, oh, they made it home. Okay. Um, and so they weren't abducted. It was a long drive. Now it's just morning. They feel dirty. Their watches <laughs> have stopped working. <laughs> Barney's shoes were strangely scuffed, and Betty's dress was ripped. And oh, they noticed they that, were necking that their two-hour <laughs> drive all of a sudden lasted through the entire night. Oh my god! Whoa, this is very confusing. Is so it? they remember driving, but it took. All they night? remember running from... Oh, so the lapse in time is probably they didn't realize what time it was and they were actually abducted. No, I yes, mean, that's exactly... Yes. That's, what that's what I'm hinting towards. Yeah. Is all of a sudden, they're home yeah. and the night is over and they, they're a little roughed up and they're like, what? Wait, what just happened? And yeah. he's like, huh, I can't recollect the last six, seven, eight hours. Yeah. Now, here's just, the thing. I'm is, curious if they woke up and started running and driving, and then they like, how long did it take them to notice like they're ripped up and dusty yeah. and stuff? Because I mean, when they were frozen at that one point, could have been when the time. Maybe, had, you yeah, know, absolutely, died. could have been one hundred percent. we don't know. Now here's the thing. Again, Barney is a man of science. He's a little perplexed. Betty's like, I'm just gonna keep making pies. I don't really know <laughs> what to do here. And then she has to stop making pies because they look like UFOs. It oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> <start shooting> <laughs> <laughs> she puts little people in the like in the windows. <laughs> I can't Betty. keep eating these pies, Betty. I can never bring my boss over anymore. Why do you keep lining the cherries up like this? <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to drag the story out, but here it goes. Um, they try to dismiss it. They start having night terrors. Oh. Barney develops an ulcer in his stomach. Like Yikes. they're very, oh my God. they're just very stressed all the time, and they know something happened. But they can't really pinpoint what because, i.e., no one ever really comes back with memories. But they do yeah. have these small little hints of something sure. that exists. So one thing that was, as I mentioned before, very popular at this time was hypnosis. Mm -hmm. um, so they decided to go see a doctor. And over the term of a couple of months, they finally were able to piece together a, a pretty large chunk of their memories mm -hmm. um, from the actual event. And I would think since there's two of them, it's less likely that they made up. Well, that's it. And Not this that is, they would consciously make it up, but like. Now, here's, here is what is cool, in my, in my opinion, is that they're both giving their interpretations through hypnosis over time of what happened. And the stories line up, but they're in different places on the ship. Mm. And they had things that were very similar in story. Does uh, that make sense? Yeah. Now, again, theories, people are like, oh, well, they, they built the story. They collaborated, blah, right, blah, blah, blah. Right. Nonetheless, this is my favorite part, and it's stupid, but great. <laughs> so they remember being walked into the ship. They remember being put into separate rooms. They remember um, more or less like they're doing what you would, I guess, believe to be standard tests. They're getting dead skin from their, you know, their arms. They're clipping toenails, and fingernails. They're nice. getting, they're plucking hair. They've got all this interesting equipment. They're taking semen, Aliens making yeah. babies, jerking off her husband. <laughs> yeah, that's why separate rooms. Yeah, but it gets, it gets so like homey in a weird way. Like okay. when they started remembering. They were kind of like finding a sense of peace with it because they're like, that's a common thing. too. Yeah. So they were like, the aliens were very clear about that. They weren't there to harm them, mm -hmm. that they were checking in on more or less my interpretation of the race. Yeah. They were like, nice. we're just making sure like y'all are good, like chill. The woman did have uh, a pretty invasive 
little maneuver done because apparently she was pregnant at the time and <gasps> she recollects like a four to six inch needle being Ooh. put into her stomach and she she did like that was like a, a more painful i'm mm-hmm. sure since then the aliens have updated their equipment true um <laughs> but it was like hey we're cool you know we're just checking on you guys and it was a very like casual conversation she was like where are we? And the alien was kind of comical, like, well, if you don't know where you are, honey, then, then, then how am I supposed to yeah. tell you where you came yes. from, you see? So like, All the aliens are not taking so his newscasters. Like, Hello. It was like alien sarcasm, like, bitch, if you don't know you're in a ship that's hovering above Do you, you know here, what? how are you possibly going to understand where I tell you where I come from? This is another story. It's not a story I'm telling, but I remember reading one where she started screaming and the little gray put its hand on her ankle and said, you can scream all you want, but you're in an energy field and no one can hear you. So like, you yeah, don't want to waste your point. energy. Yeah, <laughs> Kind of like when the guy was like punching his way out. They're like, listen, take the licks. He's going <laughs> to we'll get him out of here. We're immortal. Yeah. Um, and there was also this other little part where like, even though she's obviously in this state of, let's say, I don't know, drunkenness or whatever. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. gets put where they don't feel pain. They don't remember. They get, yeah. they get men Drugged in black. Or whatever. They don't yeah. remember shit. But the alien was like being nice and like even though in a sense they look at us kind of like puppies. Like, Animals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. The dead ass. They're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a monkey that they're experimenting yeah, on. Yeah, so they were like Mildly terrifying. The, the alien was trying to like show and like galaxies. It was from it's like, we are here. <laughs> you are here. And uh, uh, Here is my intelligence. And her, here yeah, is yours. And her interpretation of like a um, a younger alien it was like, look at this book. <laughs> and she was like, wow. And she's like, you should take this book home with you. And she's like, thank you so much. And then the older aliens are like, whoa, whoa, Sally. You have to let the human go home without your book, okay? You need that for class. I love this story. So it was, that's, that was the part that drew me in of like, I g- genuinely, I don't have all my theories on aliens, but if they're so much superior than yeah. us, more often than not, with all the tests, it feels like, they're looking after us. And right. people also, too, look back on the beginning times when they seems like they had this technology that existed in a time with mm-hmm. no communication around the world. You know what I mean? But yeah. they were pulling off Trying these, to help us evolve. these things. Yes, but maybe the technology was just they recognized it was too much for us. Yeah, it's like us walking you know? into one of these yeah. like smaller Jesus colony Christ. islands and like, here's yeah. an iPhone. Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, like we're obviously smart enough to create, but... <laughs> The type of damage that maybe what they introduced to us would have been way too much, and we'd have all just like killed each other. Yeah. Were, did you ever watch the Star Trek movie when they're going in and checking in on the other races and like, don't get caught, right? Yeah. That's yeah. that's kind of what it feels like. Except the cot has been over for a long time, and right. like, okay, well, we're gonna monitor them to make sure they don't do stupid shit and make sure yeah. they're healthy. I yeah. read that one of the big things they're pushing is that they are checking in on us like physically, scientifically, but they're trying to raise our. Um, our, our consciousness to be more accepting and uh, stuff like that. So I was like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, anyway, so anyway, we're going to, we can yeah. talk about this. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So my, my story ends where they're like, okay, now run on home now. And they, <laughs> they, you know, they let them, they let them go back to Dude, their lives. That's fantastic. I just thought that was a very like wholesome alien weird abduction experience. A no. lot of them are surprisingly wholesome. I would like to see that as like made as a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Mission. Accepted. Right. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, round two. Okay, so this one, I, I feel like we warmed up with some credible, nice, wholesome stories, and so now just weird. like there's just like there's bad people, there's definitely okay. got to be some bad aliens. This is not a bad alien though. It's just that. All right, the reason I came across this was I was looking at Pinterest and I came across this guy's painting. She's about to talk about probes. We're about to get nope. crazy. We're about to get probes. Nope. <laughs> it's just that this guy, um, and maybe it won't be as weird to us because we have had conversations outside of this podcast episode, so we're like pretty open-minded about shit, but mm. it was a stretch. Some elements were like, what? <laughs> However, um, I was on Pinterest. I saw these paintings from a guy who uh, oh. couldn't take a picture, picture, so he paints his experiences. Um, and some of them are, because we are used to these things where people black out, they have like vague memories, blah, blah, blah. But this guy has so many very vivid memories that I'm like, all right. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, I went to an yeah. alien wedding. I was the best man. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> that big fat alien wedding. Um, so 
people have even said that there are people who like are investigators for UFOs and alien stuff and that, you know, they try to promote really credible stuff. And for them, they're like, oh, some of this is like hard for us to process. But at the same time, there are a lot of commonalities, to be fair. So this guy, um, I don't know if you realize this, but a lot of people seem to have like an ongoing, like not just a one time experience. They start when they're younger. Yeah. Um. From some of the stories I found, it was not, I don't like using the word like test subject, but they're like, but yeah, like, like they, us, they, like, yes. we like, oh, we want to see a common correlation in ABC, X, Y, and Z. So yeah. we're going to start from when they're born and all the way until they're, yeah, so yeah. something to that sense. So I've seen that um, be a, a common scenario. And so in this guy's case, he was about five years old the first time that he saw one. And the first one he ever saw was one of these short, hairy creatures that you mentioned. Ewok. Um, yeah, basically. He was in the woods and he was from Georgia and, um, this is like, uh, you know, several years ago. So he sees this creature and he hear he hears a voice like, but he could tell it's telepathic, but at five years old, trying to explain what that means. Penis. <laughs> okay. Nope. <laughs> okay. No. Anyway, turns around, he sees this thing and he's still like, what the hell? And he runs and he um, tells his family and they don't believe him. He gets in trouble for lying. Yeah. Then some other time, this is where he gets, this is one of the things that I struggle with, I don't think everybody would, but for me, he's in the barn and he sees, he hears the sound, he goes to the other side of the barn and there's a creature, but it looks more like a, some combination of either a praying mantis or like an E.T. type uh-huh. movie, you know, like yeah. the most giant ugly, and I don't have a like hard time that. with that. I'm used to like the greys and those yeah. weird, but the, the giant locust looking like thing. Yeah, the, the insect kind of. Yeah, that's, yeah. but this thing reappears to him several times and he says that it's not very accurate to call it a giant bug but the closest thing he can describe it to is that it's like a praying mantis right, right. so anyway mandibles <laughs> um another creature that he sees um and this just happens throughout his lifetime in georgia and he is very confused because he's a small child and he tries to tell his family and no one else can see the stuff or have the experiences he's having and he keeps getting in trouble and so there's this one woman who looks he's like like a human body but she's got a very pale face and giant bluish black eyes and she does have hair though so not like a traditional gray or whatever and um, he tells her, why do you keep, you know, no one believes me. I told my daddy and I got a spanking and that she was so upset. And she said, don't tell him anymore. Don't tell them anymore. And it was like, so he experienced in his lifetime more compassion from the aliens yeah. than mm-hmm. he ever did from his family. So it gets to be, I think, <clears throat> 19, he actually leaves Georgia. Oh, wait, this is the experience. Oh, my God. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable talking about this. He's 17 when he loses his virginity. <laughs> to the mantis. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, her name is Crescent. And he says, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like, I feel like you mentioned one of the guys earlier that like he's in the woods and she shows up and he feels so, it doesn't feel, I guess, rapey. I don't know, because he is so overwhelmed with his attraction to her that like, he, yeah. so I'm like, are they playing with his mind? Is it, what is this? But whatever, because it turns out later she's pregnant, like the other guy you mentioned. Right. So it definitely feels like that's their goal is to make these hybrids or whatever. (laughs) Okay, so this happens when he's 17. He moves, but I think the aliens kind of tell him to get out of there type thing. I feel bad, like 17, bro. Like, (laughs) like, send send Crescent. Show him that moon. (laughs) Right, that was my other thing. He's a teenage boy who has never done it before, so it's not hard to believe that he would be like overcoming. It would be terrible as if like the way they do it is different. And then he like goes to a human girl <laughs> and she's like why are you rubbing it on my back he did say that about the kissing part but eventually when he had a relationship with one of them that he was like you would in our culture we see more of the kissing but it was more like when you first you like rub your heads together yes yeah, the like, forehead thing yeah. and i was like oh. he's like don't try that with a human girl <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay. don't forehead don't forehead the humans yeah so um Anyway, he has so many encounters. He's all so many details. He starts painting some of them. I will show He's a very good artist. Um, these aren't even his best artwork, in my opinion, but because of what we're talking about, this will show you. So, oh, oh okay. Right. So, okay. wait, is I, this about the 17? Because you know, I don't know if I'm ready no, for that. No, he does. Lie. He has I, a lot of illustrations about that. I expected um, a different quality. Okay. Again. Oh, wait. He never mentioned her bringing friends. I think those are his children. No, shut up. Play date. I, listen, he has some artwork that to me is better quality, but I'm uncomfortable because they're so sexual that oh. I didn't want to show. I was like, okay, I'm going to bring the alien Are one. I want to see. Uh, yeah. Anyway, go so he... Go to the he, blog. He, yes, go to the blog and I will show some pictures. Um, I was like, I'm going to have to go to the blog. Here's the thing. He at... Um, 
he's at one point when he has had this relationship, um, but the older he gets, he starts thinking more like, am I dreaming? How do I know it's real? So one day he is out and he sees like a flower shop and he's like, I'm going to test it because I feel like I've had this weird relationship with this girl, but also it feels almost dreamlike. So he um, leaves flowers out and he's like, hey, these are for you, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day they're not there. So he's like, ha ha, she took the flowers, <laughs> right? Mm, she was like a deer. <laughs> <laughs> Eating the Eating flowers. The flowers. Like, oh, <laughs> right? I never get this brand over here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. So, all right, fast forward. This girl shows up one day. She's very upset and they've cultivated this relationship. It's like, what's wrong? She's like, the baby is dying. The baby is dying. And he's like, what baby? He didn't know she had a baby. Like, oh, my baby. Oh, my God. Like, it becomes this like huge thing. Anyway, he gets taken up, um, meets his baby, finds out. They take him to this room with basically incubators and they're all his babies. I'm oh, like, oh neat. well, you've had this relationship with this woman for a very long time. Yeah, you've been rubbing heads for some time. <laughs> I mean, <buddy>. right. <laughs> yeah. So what's crazy is I don't fully follow the timeline of all this, but he did eventually marry. A, they don't really interact with him as much anymore. He did marry a human woman. They have a son together. His son is a believer, very open minded to it all. You know, like hasn't had his own experiences. The wife was like, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't want to be on the documentary type. Yeah. Um. And what's weird is when you hear all these stories, you do feel like, oh, this poor guy is kind of a nerd. Maybe he's just making shit up or something. He's Mm. definitely not motivated by like malicious things. He's not getting rich off of it. But when you watch, I mean, he definitely believes it, whether it actually happened or not. You can tell he's very genuine and he believes it. I can see him I sitting mean, down with his human son and been like, wait until you're 17 <laughs> and they send the Maybe. moon. <laughs> I don't know. It's It was a lot. I mean, that's only half the shit that I watched and read. So I'm going to wrap that up because... Yeah, that was yeah. Weird. it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, All right, somebody obviously didn't. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm like sweating right now. Like, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, ooh, where do we go from here? <laughs> right. I don't know. So there was this guy having an orgy with tons of millions of aliens, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there were witnesses. his name was Starship. Um, okay, so I don't have that, <laughs> but I, mean, I do have. This is interesting to me. Um, Again, because of all the stories I have found, for the most part, they come from first person of like, this happened to me. Sure. This is a story about a guy who appears to be oh, yeah. taking, taken by aliens or he's having an encounter and is never seen from again. Oh, yeah. I wonder yeah, how right. often that's happened. We have a lot of missing Well, I mean, yeah, especially again, like back in the day, it's like, where's Pete? <laughs> I don't know, but... Mm. We'll check his house, and if he's not there in a week, we get his shit for free. <laughs> <laughs> I want to show that Pete's bed. <laughs> so this is uh, this is in Australia, okay? okay? It's about 7 p.m., and it's shortly it's after always sunset. always night. And it's always in 1978 on October the 21st. Right. Okay. A young man, uh, he goes by Fred, but, you know, his name's Frederick, his mom. This is shout-out to his mom. Frederick Fred Valentich, uh, all right? So he... <laughs> Um, he's going out on a little pilot run. He is a pilot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was piloting. He was not a pilot, and he crashed. Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> he rented a single engine uh, plane. I'd give you the what it is, but it doesn't matter. And he's going over. <laughs> plane go uh, fly. <laughs> he's heading southeastwardly for King Island, which is apparently close to Australia. Something that he made up in his head. I'm going to King Island on my my single engine plane. One way trip, bitch. You're stupid. (laughs) So, as as he's flying, he he radios into Melbourne um, and he's speaking to an air flight service controller named Steve. Um, (laughs) Why did you laugh about that? What is the fucking problem? This guy deserves respect. He's not here. No, he's probably watching us from his spaceship right now. So he's in his plane. He's like wrong. And he starts having a conversation with Steve. <laughs> the controller. Yeah, just the I controller. don't know, man. Fred and Steve having an alien encounter. Has- Frederick! <laughs> I said his name was Frederick. And Steve Drick. I got oh it. Let's God, go. Stop. You should see everyone here crying like a bunch of little I'm adolescents. Laughing. Over this poor man. Okay, get on with the story. Let's go. So he's talking to his best friend Steve. All right. <laughs> the first thing he says as he radios in. Is there any known traffic below 5,000? That's feet, in case you needed to know. Mm-hmm. Probably, I don't know. It probably wasn't and feet, he said, it was Australian. And he, he's, he radioed back. We're just going to assume you know that they're radioing back and forth, okay? <laughs> he says, no known traffic. He says, uh, I am, it seems to be a large aircraft below 5,000. says, what type of aircraft is it? He goes, I cannot confirm. 
Um, it has four bright, seems like large landing lights on it. The aircraft has just passed over me at least a thousand feet above. This is Roger, and it uh, it's a very large. Wait, aircraft. who's Roger? Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> just, just, if he, fuck off! It, listen to me. <laughs> if you are subscribed and you unsubscribe, I get it. I totally get it. Like the bell has been. I'll wrong. figure out Shut a creative the fuck way. Up. <laughs> I'll figure out a creative way to get listeners. If you leave, I understand. Okay. okay. So Roger, the third guy in the conversation, <laughs> says, is it a large aircraft? Can you confirm? He goes, er, unknown. <laughs> Due to its speed, it's traveling. Is there any Air Force aircraft in the vicinity? He says, no known aircraft in the vicinity. He says, it's a pr- vicinity. He says, it's approaching right now from due east towards me. It seems to me that he's playing some sort of game. He's flying <laughs> over me two to three times. <laughs> at different speeds he's trying to play tag I cannot identify and he's like uh what is your actual level he says my level is four and a half thousand four five zero zero and he goes and confirm you cannot identify this aircraft he goes affirmative he goes okay stand by and he says it's not an aircraft what this is oh just so you know who's talking okay. to boat this, <laughs> this is Fred he goes, he goes hey this Ship. is not an aircraft he's like can you Describe whatever this thing is to me, this aircraft. How can it not be an aircraft if it's in the air? Well, he's just saying it's not a known aircraft. So it's a UFO. This guy is obviously a fucking pilot. He knows what planes <laughs> look like. He's now trying to make Steve, the other guy on the radio, understand that it's not a known aircraft. How is this hard to follow? <laughs> it's not hard to follow. It's just fun watching you get agitated. <laughs> I'm not used to Chase being I'm the right. straight one here. He's yeah, so right. serious. It's a long shape, he says. <laughs> It is a penis. You guys are the worst. <laughs> yeah. My, I'm how the turntables. I'm, I'm not doing the rest of this. No, wait, I do want to hear it. No, no, no. I'll be quiet. All I'll you need good. to know is that they go back and forth, back and forth over what the hell is going on. He's like, this thing is toying with me. Um, he says his intentions are to go to King Island. Um, and the last thing he says is it's hovering and it's not an aircraft. There's silence for 17 seconds, and then the line completely cuts out. Oh, God. And it just, like, literally disappears? Oh, well, we don't know, Jen, because it was in the (laughs) fucking air. All right? Also in the 1970-whatever. How do they know it was 5,000 feet up? They don't have, like, tape measures that long. What? Wait, how do like? they know? Wait, I want to know that. How do they know? Yeah, how high bell on yourself. Shut okay. up. <laughs> how do we measure that? They have things in their fucking planes. I'm pointing at my sister because oh she's fucking stupid. For someone so smart, Jesus Christ. I can admit when I don't know things. No, you, no, can't. you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> Not unless you want to be ridiculed. Okay, but so the communication stops. So the Australian Air Force is like, Okay, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steve's <laughs> like, I don't Fred. know. So I don't know about this guy. And they're like, who was it? And like, Fred. <laughs> Here's the thing is when I, when I put it under that context, it's not actually too inaccurate. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so Fred disappears. Here's the thing about Fred, though, is uh, he's got a long history leading up to this point where he hasn't done so well in the airplane life. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> He Look. only had about 150 hours of flight time. Um, and uh, at this point in time, he was trying to work to become a commercial pilot. He had failed all five oh, of his commercial license examination <laughs> subjects before he went missing. Um, oh, what a five. All right. Um, and he also failed three more commercial license subjects as well. Um, he'd also been like, he was kind of like the bad boy of the air. Meaning, yeah, something meaning, like bad. Meaning that like he... He went into territories he wasn't supposed to. And he, they were like, kind of like, picture like Tom Cruise. They're like, hey, you can't do that. And he's like, uh, I'm Fred. Frederick. <laughs> right. Also, too, and this is the most important thing. Okay. Is that Fred was very, very, very open about his fascination for aliens uh-huh. and the fact that they oh. existed. And a lot of times, oftentimes, they felt like that Fred was failing all of his exams because he really wasn't interested and being a pilot as much as he was interested in finding UFOs and seeing aircraft in the air. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, so you they're have like, to be a good pilot to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not Idiot. good at this point. They do a, a like a 1,000 like area search for this entire area. They don't find anything. He never so landed. his whole plane was he abducted. Never, his, everything was gone. Everything was gone. Everything was gone. I said it three times, just so you know. <laughs> so they eventually <laughs> stop looking, and they're like, well— Fred wasn't a good pilot. So. <laughs> they're like, okay, but like, 
why can't we find they, stuff? That's what they tell his mother. Yeah. 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 So here, but here's he the thing. Um, like months and months later, like one plane flies over and claims they see an aircraft in the water and go back and they don't find it. And then at some point in time, an actual wing months and months and months later washes up on a shore to which they find a couple of numbers that may have matched his aircraft. Uh, They're like, whoa, it has to be his. There's a one and a three. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So they, people claim like that the UFO theory has been debunked. Yeah. But it's normal, in my opinion, in the name of science, this is, this is their interpretation. Well, Fred sucked as a pilot. <laughs> Very scientific. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was trying to fake in a UFO abduction and screwed up. I was going to say oh, that. Oh, man. Um, I wow. was going to say what that. What a way to go. But someone said this to that rebuttal. They said, hey, listen, man, if if Fred, like we all know he was a UFO enthusiast, but he never once claimed UFO. And I feel like he would have been trying to be more descriptive and make Clear. us believe that yeah. it was a UFO. Like, but he seemed really confused. Yeah. He, he seemed like he was honestly being toyed with and he seemed a little like a little clueless. Yeah. He wasn't like the boy who cried UFO, right? <laughs> right. He didn't come on the radio and going, uh, uh, alien tap me. I'm going down <laughs> And why wouldn't he have said that? Yeah, now? exactly. And why wouldn't he have said that? And all of a sudden he just disappeared. He disappears. 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 Um, Put some razzle dazzle on that one. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people speculate that he was in the air and since he's a terrible pilot that he was disoriented mm. and they they speculate because he's the, the, the description of it all is a lot it was way too much to actually bring to the table it's just way too much because dumb he'd be like look at this light there's this thing i see i see this i see that and they mm-hmm. they go behind that and they're like mm-hmm. well that green light he saw was clearly the light on his wing, and he thinks he's seeing it from this direction, but he doesn't realize <laughs> he's drunk. That being completely yeah. disoriented because he's a bad pilot, that he's went completely inverted, and that he is staring at the reflection off the water, which is their own his own lights <clears throat> reflecting oh. off the water. What if that's true though, man? That's <laughs> fucked up. Maybe so. All the I mean, blood rushing to his head. Like, but that's what they're like. Like when pilots get in the air and they get disoriented, they like really just kind of tailspin at that point. Yeah. And then everything you can't really tell where you are, and you don't but really then it know. Also that so begs like the, the question of why it was so abrupt that the conversation ended. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, well, they because say he, he crashed. If he crashed, though, would it not even, I mean, I would think that you would kind of tell maybe? Yeah. Maybe and, not. And here's another fun fact. This is just a little fun thing, that, a little icing on the cake for you. Mm, um, I didn't uh, research <clears throat> the enunciation because it can go both ways, but B-A-S-S. Can be uh, bass or bass. bass. Thank you, uh, Adam and Jen. So yes, bass and bass. <laughs> We're a good there, team. This actual for. area that he disappeared is known as the. I don't. Think, I'm not going to say bass. I'm going to say bass triangle. If that sounds more accurate to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bass triangle. Woo! <laughs> 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 so they actually named this area the uh, the bass triangle, and there have actually been a handful of boats and planes that have also like the Bermuda, like much the Bermuda no. Triangle, where people disappear. There are a lot of triangles. And here's another thing that I would like, like to bring guitar. to people's attention: <laughs> that more often than not, even the people have been in houses or whatever the hell they've been in. Aliens have always had, according to um, testimonies, very creative ways of pulling them out of their homes. Yeah, like not going, everyone has walked out the front door. Oh no, they're usually you know, going through a wall. Yeah, exactly. Through, yeah. Some weird shit. So, I, I, you know what? I wouldn't doubt if maybe he did. His plane did go into the fucking ocean. Because why do they need his shitty ass airplane? Right. You know, like it get, was a rental. Yeah, right? they're like, oh, I don't want that rental. It's a single engine. Like, oh, and we're fucking a UFO. So like, yeah. right. I wouldn't be surprised in the event that it was an alien abduction that they're just like, all right, suck Frederick out yeah. <laughs> from his. He's been uh, he's been after us for a while. Right. Just bring him home. You yeah. know, he probably was a hybrid. Who knows? That's Fuck true. Um, I mean, anyways, nonetheless, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they did find the plane in the ocean, you know, and maybe that was the wing because in, in the event it was an alien abduction. I just don't imagine that they would take the aircraft. But it was interesting that it was taken out of the freaking air in flight in the event that he didn't crash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just a cool story because most yeah. stories that involve UFOs always involve first-person testimonies, but this yeah. one is actually a mystery to a guy <laughs> that they think a UFO may have taken, but they're not 100% sure. Um, also, too, 
they they were looking for eyewitness accounts um, to that night. They're like, anybody else see anything right. above the base triangle? Yeah. Um, it wasn't until years and years and years later that one guy, I guess he was a farmer and, <laughs> you know, was on some land nearby the triangle, um, was like, I actually saw some pretty strange shit in the sky. And it sounds like exactly what he described during his... Um, but it makes you, like, why wait so long? Because he was afraid <laughs> he's going to be ridiculed. You know what? That's the thing, too. I read some statistic that said, like, this huge number of people who believe in especially back stuff, then but only one in 10 people who claim to have seen stuff yeah. will report it because of ridicule well, well I, I would say that statistic too um is probably definitely uh, would surround that era i think now people have an opportunity yeah. to come out i think what's weird now is there's less of it but now if people experience stuff they would definitely have more of a support I don't think, there, I don't think there's less group. of it. You don't hear much about this. Is I mean, all you older, have to look right? for it. You have to look for it. Well, I'm just saying, but whenever you, we are looking, I didn't find anything more of current day except for people giving testimonies from the past. I'm not saying it doesn't obviously happen now. I'm sure it does, but it does seem like it was reported a lot more. I'm just saying that I read an article that had 10 different people who happened all in the last couple of years. Okay. Well, okay. Neat. So, so you want to cite your source? Wikipedia. Or? Yeah, I will does put that on count. our blog. Yeah, yeah please do. <clears throat> Great. My turn. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna make this super short because I know we like took a long time with the beginning part. All right, Jesse Long is another person that will pop up a lot when you do this. Great story. And moving forward. Um, and We're uh, like Jesse Short. You. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting our time. Oh my god. Oh really? Okay, so oh, here's sorry. the thing. Um, he is considered one of the uh, more credible cases in history because similar to um the one we mentioned with the witnesses, he has the physical evidence to kind of back it up. So. This is another case. Um, I will just put some links on our blog with like video of his interviews and stuff because there's a lot of material. But the main thing I want to present today was that he also was someone who um, experienced it starting as a young child, repeated exposure, and supposedly um, at one point he did not. I don't think actually Banged aliens. Right, but they did take I was his just semen. Joking. I can't believe I was right. right. Oh no, they jerked yeah. him off. I mean, I don't know exactly how it went down. They actually, I think they said they had some kind of like tube stuff. It was a different nice. procedure. Catheter. Yeah. Anyway, the point is he was presented at some point with a baby that was his. And then they showed him nine other children that were his. And they all came and like wanted to like touch his hand and like meet him and stuff. Dad. Basically. Yeah. Um, they, he also talked about the uh, telepathic communication, telepathic, telepathy, telepathy, telepathy. Um, anyway, um, there was one time the most significant evidence is that he said that there was a procedure done. I don't know if it's a tracking device or what the hell. They put something in his leg and he had pain from the procedure to the point where he couldn't even wear socks or anything that would like touch the area for a long time. I don't know what took so long, but apparently it was in his skin for 30, 34 years, something like that. And our earth scientist agreed to um, do a procedure. I would have slept with my leg out the window. <laughs> you know what to do. Right. <laughs> right. So anyway, there's even pictures online of them doing the procedure and taking the device out. But um, people make a big deal. They're like, oh, when they took it out, it broke in half. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. But Probably I'll, in self-destruct mode. I mean, honestly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, people will argue that they're like, oh, it was probably just glass or something, blah, blah, blah. But I would think that would show more signs of infection if it wasn't a procedure done the it right way. It had a Coca-Cola logo on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's clearly a Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is run by aliens, um, confirmed. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up with this statement. Apparently, the object removed from his leg had an unusual surface composition and other interesting characteristics that could not easily be explained away. So it wasn't glass. They put something in his leg. Maybe that's how they keep finding the same people. Who knows? I don't know. They're Tracking. like pigeons. It makes sense to me. Yeah. I'm sure there's the way they have to track their subjects. Yeah. Right? That makes I mean, sense. Yeah. I've I've seen lots of weird stories where people were like, they put a tracking device in me. Yeah. It fell out of my nose. Here it like, is. That's a terrible place to put that. <laughs> it's like a tooth. Oh, that was the guy, the one guy with the paintings. That he, yeah, he has this experience where he talks about how when he was a kid, they put like a, makes you think of the flu test thing. Yeah, and they put yeah. it way up his nose. And he was like, that hurts. And she said, hold still. And she did some magic thing that made it stop hurting. And I was like, why wouldn't you she do that in the first place? Him out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll have sex with you later. It's called morphine. <laughs> yes, magic. All right. All right. So my last one, just because I care about our listeners and I care about the people <laughs> at this table, even though they choose not to care about me. Right. Five traits that could get you abducted by aliens. So Graham C.L. Davey, he's a Ph.D., he's an expert in anxiety and a professor of psychology at the University of Sussex. Sussex. All right. So... There was a study 
Professor Richard McNally and his colleagues at Harvard University have spent over 10 years researching in psychology of alien abductees mm. and in particular in particular why it is that some of these people embrace the identity of uh, aliens and their experiences. So they put all these people and they created a formula as mm -hmm. to why these people were chosen to, you know, mm -hmm. give you guys a chance to not get abducted and or get abducted. Okay. Do you want to take a magic carpet ride? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Now, no. listen to me. And this is, I'm going to tell you this, but I will also say this feels very asinine. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, it feels good for you to say things like that. I, it feels like they're, in the name of science, like poking fun at the fact mm -hmm. of See, like, that's what I was worried about. They weren't taking it seriously. Well, I think they're taking it serious, but I think they're this, the best way they can do it is explain in science, which, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you've only got so much to pull from. But so if you're like, you see aliens, you're like, well, maybe they're delusional. Right, that's right? Like they're making yeah. it like it's a disorder instead of a possibility. Yeah, well, I mean, they probably weren't going to be like, well, if you wear an alien t-shirt, you're more likely to be abducted. <laughs> anyway, what are the things? <laughs> All right, so the first one. Number one, regularly experiencing sleep paralysis and hallucinations oh when awakening. <gasps> yeah, many people that. who have reported alien abduction suffer episodes of early morning sleep paralysis um, or oftentimes... Waking up, hallucinating, seeing flashing lights, buzzing sounds, or have the sensation of floating around the room. Um, oh, my God. And often these people, which I don't like this, it's like the people mm. that often are more likely mm. to be abducted by the alien in this category are people that claim that they see figures Ghosts that would be you, hundred percent. I know, which I don't but, like that. Yeah, but <laughs> I have had the sleep paralysis like numerous times happen to me, and hallucinations. Um, I've woken up and I swear to God, there's a spider on my bed, and I'm like, yeah. Well, I mean, that's know. the thing. Some of that too is like also so common for people to wake up in a sleepy state and see things, and also too to see things. So that's where it gets. That's my point. It's like, yeah, yeah. This exists in a yeah. in a category in the name of science, so it's kind of like, eh. But mm -hmm. still. So are they theorizing that like they're hallucinating the whole alien experience? You be the judge. Okay. You be the judge, Rachel. All right. Who's Rachel? Who is she? Who is she? Where's Rachel? There it is. All right. Number <laughs> two, a tendency to recall false memories. What? Yes. They're calling them liars? <laughs> More or less. <laughs> I think this is just a patronizing list of yeah, five this, things. This, this, yeah. Who's going to admit to being like, oh, is, I lie a but lot. But this is fact. research. But you have to understand, if, even if we do view it as like patronizing that this was research done over a 10 year span yeah. from Harvard colleagues. Like, True. so it's not, it's not like something made from the onion. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that is alien abductees who regularly claim to recall words, items, sentences, etc., and memory tests that they had never actually seen before. Um, so during mm -hmm. this test, they would claim that they'd seen A, B, C, X, Y, and Z, and those things had not existed. Maybe um, they did see it, and then the aliens wiped the minds of the scientists to yeah. cover their tracks. So again, abducted by <laughs> aliens would be twice as likely to <laughs> falsely remember things that had happened to them um, than, let's say, non-abductees. Okay. okay. High levels of absorption. What? Alien abductees Sponges. also score significantly higher than people <laughs> as on mental characteristics known as absorption. This is a trait related to fantasy proneness, vivid imagery, Adam. and susceptibility <laughs> to hypnosis and suggestion. Fuck up. <laughs> so more or less, it's like if you tend to believe in more of supernatural things, then you're more susceptible. Yeah. And this is honestly a, a science. That is how hypnosis on stages with people generally works. Mm -hmm. They'll have people come up there trying to like prove the the hypnotic uh, magician can't really do hypnosis. And yeah. what they say, and what it was even said to me by an actual guy who did it was, if you don't believe, it doesn't work. And if you don't believe, you don't receive. Like mm -hmm. I mean, Claus. that's fair. So if you don't believe that hypnosis can work, then it 100% will not work. I guess mm -hmm. I just have a hard time with some of this because some of these people act like surprised that, they were abducted. They didn't prepare for that. And then at the same time, the ones who are abducted as kids, it's like, well, yeah, they have imaginations that are more open to this shit. Duh. Yeah. Which is why number four, new age beliefs. Okay. I feel attacked. Yeah. Okay. Being whisked up into spaceships by tractor beams or light sources is not something that happens every day. So it's saying that if you tend to believe in the more um, reality of things that are not been proven or hard to prove or 
you're open-minded? More or less. I'm just being honest. So yeah. This, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And number five. This list is dumb. Familiarity. What? With the culture of the narrative of alien abductions. So they're saying. You know what this is? This is bullshit. No, no, no. I'm not going to try to cut you <laughs> off. You know what all this says to me? And you, I think you can get behind this. Okay. Is this is law of attraction. I mean, this yeah. is law of attraction. This I mean, is yeah. this is one hundred percent law of attraction. Like attracts, yeah. What like, you put out into the universe and what you push for essentially draws to you. It's like the paranoid person that is so paranoid that self fulfilling prophecy is going to happen that eventually it ends up happening. It's like I told you so. It's like it, maybe no, yeah, but it's like you. It's like you pulling the energy mm-hmm. into creating something, yeah. which is what they would say. Yeah, what happened to our just airline guy? Sounds the way that they're saying it. Sounds like delusional people are the ones who think they were abducted. I think, and I think alien abductions are so hard to fathom, quote unquote, that. In order to put the name of science behind it, mm-hmm. you've only really got so much to pull from. But think about even the uh-uh. fact that science, what do we do as a culture? We take animals, we put them in cages, we test on, we, you know, we have so many sciences that do the same things that we're claiming aliens do. So like, it should be easier to. Yeah, accept. but we have proof that happens. So they're saying they don't have physical proof. All they have are testimonies. Therefore, uh, hello, where, where do they pull from? I'm not defending them by any means. I clearly believe the shit. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying in the name of I see what you're doing, mm-hmm. but also too, kind of like our pilot that disappeared. Yeah. I do believe that like you ask enough and you shall receive. That'd I mean, be yeah. neat. <laughs> I, I'm honestly aliens are neat. Okay. If you want to get abducted, I don't want it. <laughs> well, here's the thing though, it's like you just might, make sure you attract the good aliens. But you don't yeah. you may not even remember it. No, I'm worse. Adam has a bunch of babies out there he's not telling us about. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't even I know. I think I've seen them in the yard, I'm gonna be honest with you. Right. Yeah. Damn it, Frederick, get back. All here. right. Well, I feel like that was I mean, honestly, I could do like three more episodes about this. So I, mean, I we should probably though. wrap it up. And by wrap it up, I mean acknowledge the fact that I brought some cool ass shit. And I definitely won this one. You were you were like the person who talked the most because i had the most to say because to it's so you. cool i was so I'm worried so excited. Yeah, I was like, people so weird, are gonna though. hate us if i try to also get a word in like the dynamic did shift a little bit i'm sorry <laughs> i regret nothing you know what it you is should. is i've you i've been working on talking less to not yeah. be disruptive and yeah. she's been working on talking more yeah well, so now we're works. like so she just we're trying to find the balance you're totally <laughs> shifted like a, yeah now I have to work on like talking lifts and he's going to talk. I don't know. We'll never get it. Perfect recipe. No. Well, we don't have to. That's what my alien friends told me. <laughs> Psych. Right. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> do you know what's me. interesting? As I love alien stuff, but I do not like watching alien movies most of the time. Wait, anyway, like, Adam, let's get to the straight point. Uh, um, Lumberjack. Okay. Lumberjack. Okay, yeah, yeah. You had Six witnesses. Lumberjack. Six witnesses. Uh-huh, you the had guy with the actual physical evidence. Physical evidence. What did you have to say? A list of terrible split. things? I have Betty and Barney. I mean, Betty, Betty and Barney. Barney. I have balance in the name of science. And no. I have... Nothing. My disappeared airline man. <laughs> yeah, Frederick Fred. and Steve Fred. and Roger. Roger, don't forget about Roger. Roger is a term. do forget about Roger. This. We're going to go back to Travis Walton, who had six witnesses. We're not, because you've said so much. I don't know. <laughs> Adam. Yeah, I have to choose a winner now, because guess what? That's what my job is, and I'm going to give it to Jennifer. Yes! <laughs> because I would have had them abducted if I didn't win that one. All right, I'm going to remind everyone real quick, go to our website, SaltyMermaidEntertainment.com. Find us on social media if you enjoy funny memes and comedy videos also subscribe to us so you do not miss an episode and leave a five star review i think one week is plenty of time to not hear our voices yeah yeah and not be annoyed (laughs) also that's comedy in quotes by the way yeah we're so funny yeah what the fuck thanks thank you so much for coming guys bye don't get abducted or do i mean whatever you want ask and you shall receive